Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to... Coco Caliente. Sorry, I skipped a beat there. Yes, you did. <laughs> How was your day today, honey? It was good. It was good. How was your day? It was actually really good. Arrow was not... He's a little congested, but, you know, I took him to the chiropractor, and they said that um, because I had strep throat, that my antibiotic could have, like, killed his good bacteria because it kills good and bad bacteria, right? Antibiotics do. Oh, okay. Um, And so, like, our gut health might be, like, lower. Mm-hmm. So his line of defense, first line of defense is mucus. And so his body's probably creating more mucus to protect himself, which makes sense. But it's very hard as a mother to hear, like... <sighs> I know. You know, so um, I got saline drops and I tried to suck them out this morning. And then um, so, then when you got home, you sucked them out and he was a lot better. But Yeah, and th- th- there you go. That's for any, any person that is a mother and is going through that too or mm-hmm. is a soon-to-be mother. If you take antibiotics it might, and, your, and your baby's already producing mucus, right? Because yeah. for the first He's only two like, month mm-hmm. or so, they don't. Um, that 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 could happen, right? He can get really stuffy, and they and only breathe through their nose, so they can't breathe through their mouth at all. So, and he has tiny nostrils like his mother. <laughs> Poor baby. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah. So that's. But it was a great day. Like he ended up cooing and playing for like an hour in his crib. I got his room cleaned up, hmm. and you know what I thought today? I was like, man, if I could just like just just be a mom and just be like a wife. How awesome that would be because a stay-at-home mom is not just that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. it's – there, and I'm going to circle it back. It's social media. Mm-hmm. You have to show everybody, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing that's different? Oh, like I told Victor yesterday my goal is work my butt off for the next two years, save my money, <laughs> and, then and then just disappear. <laughs> disappear on media anyways. Um, not in real life, but, yeah. you know, it's just I think because I have it so much and so much stress of it. Yeah, it's so it's, it's going so good that it's stressful, honestly. It's going it so is. good that yeah. it's stressful that I'm just like – and I – and I'm juggling so many things, and I know I say that like all the time, but I I just like today I just kind of 
I didn't do any ounce of work. Did it feel good? It felt so good. But then at the, when you're done doing that, you're like, oh my gosh, I got all this stuff I got to do. I know. <laughs> but I was like, if I could do that every day, It'd be amazing. I would have the best meals cooked. I would, my mm-hmm. cousin, my cousin, um, doesn't do social media. She's my age. She has a one-year-old and she doesn't even do Facebook and she has so much time. I text her any question I have. What's the best diaper cream? What's the best lotion? What's the best this? She knows every freaking thing. Like she is. <laughs> She's on it. Like the baby encyclopedia because like she has all this time. And like imagine she, I mean, she'll take hours and hours and hours to respond to me because like her phone is not at all of importance to her. Uh-huh. But my phone is always on my freaking hip and always ding, 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 ding. Even if I want to ignore it. You can hear it going ding, 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 you know. Anyways, I'm just saying I think like that is a great life to live Mm -hmm. if you can live it. So I'm just saying, you guys, I'm going to keep preaching this. And like (laughs) I think um, today was a beautiful day because I didn't really work and I was was a mom. I was a mom and that's that's all I did. I And I I enjoy that too when when I'm home on the weekends or if Mm -hmm. I have to take a day off to help. And I'm here just hanging out with Arrow. Mm-hmm. It, it's I. It's work because it is work, mm-hmm. right? It's not mm-hmm. just like a. It's not just a carefree day, but it's just awesome just to be with him and just yeah, doing that is. stuff and not worrying about anything else, right? My only focus awesome. is him, and as long as he's good, we're good. Like we had the best conversations today, <laughs> and um, you know, and I've never been busier. Never yeah. in my life with work. Mm-hmm. I have the most campaigns. I am turning campaigns down left and right. Like they're it's it's insane. And it's just like um I don't know, because I think sometimes like can I just take the month off? It's like, <laughs> no, I can't even like take them half the month off or I can't take one day off. So yeah. um, maybe after October, maybe after the holiday season, it will come, you guys. And I will be like, you'll only hear of me on the podcast. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great. Speaking of babies, as uh, how, how, how much does Arrow weigh right now? He weighs 13 pounds, two ounces. 13 pounds, two ounces. Because he just went to the doctor the other day, right? He did. Yeah. So 13 pounds, two ounces, uh, our bundle of joy. So I don't know, just kind of giving you guys an update. He's two months and, was it two months and what two is today? weeks? It's, Something like that? No, he was born on the 23rd. It's the 29th. So that's um, almost tomorrow he'll be exactly uh, a month, two months and one week. Two months and one week. Oh, so I wasn't No, too you weren't far, far off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, and so, yeah, just keeping track, seeing where your baby's at too. And I don't know how long he is. They didn't measure him. You know, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like since they're growing so fast, mm-hmm. right, it's, it's hard to keep up with the, the every, every measurement, right? From we, one month to two months, he's gained four pounds. <laughs> That's quite a bit. That is quite a bit. He was nine. <laughs> and he has, he gets his shots on the 13th, which I'm dreading. He'll be all right. He's resilient. When he got his shot when he was a newborn, he didn't even cry. Yeah, but this, trust me, this is going to be different. <laughs> I'm, I was laying in bed last night, you guys, and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I don't know if I can go. Like, can I go to the shot appointment? I'm like, yes, I have to be there for him because I have this story about how I had um, a Pomeranian for 16 years. She was like my absolute best friend. I only had her for eight years. My grandma gave her to me when she was eight, but like she was because she loved me so much. Anyways, like 
she, we were both 16 when she passed away. So we were like born at the same exact time. My whole life I knew her and she had to be put down and I didn't go because I was like, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And like still to this day, it freaking haunts me because yeah, I'm like a cry right now because like she was probably looking for me and I wasn't there. And so don't cry. (laughs) Don't cry. Um, Anyways. It's so pathetic. But anyways, I'd, like, I want to be there for Arrow if he's, like, looking around, like, where's my mom? Oh, absolutely. But then at the same time, I don't want to, like, see him get hurt. So it's hard. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I have to get him shots. Yeah, obviously. Um, that's not that's, that, that's like, not the debate. <laughs> because I even, I leave when they give my dog a shot. It's like I leave the room. So I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, okay. So bring in our guest. <laughs> oh, baby. That's like the saddest slash sweetest thing, you know, because that, that keeps you up at night. But I just, you know, I don't know. I don't but know. isn't that pretty crazy that my, um, what am I? I'm 29 years old. 13 years ago, my dog died and I'm still like, oh my God. No, I feel like there's things that we all hold on to as much as we want to let it go. Yeah. You know, I can, I can pull up several instances in my past but i don't want to do what you're doing right now yeah. uh but yeah that that I mean, hit my the mom, feels, my mom know? was there and my brother was there but i was like so i mean she wasn't alone but i was yeah. like i was her favorite no i know i know um speaking of babies as we've been talking about <laughs> a lot uh the if anybody has looked at the instagram post that nicole did way back before we had arrow about his uh, nursery, mm-hmm. you would notice a crib, uh, dressers in there, and that furniture is all from Milk Street, uh, Milk Street Babies. Well, not, not all of it, but most of it. Yeah, most of it. Yeah, most of it's from Milk Street. Um, and so we have the owner and designer of Milk Street, uh, the, the furniture and the cribs, on the podcast today. Her name is Julie Nicely. Nicely? Nicely. Nicely. And, uh, yeah, we had a really good chat with her, so we hope you guys enjoy. All right. Okay, so thank you so much, Julie, for joining us today. Um, Do we pronounce your last name nicely? Nicely. Nicely. Okay, cool. I'm not going to lie. I had to look that up because for some reason it's probably my uh, dyslexia or my self-diagnosed dyslexia. I kept wanting to say Kinsley. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. I get Tensley, Knisley. Yeah. <laughs> My maiden name was Jones, and that one was a lot easier. Trust me. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, and so then I, what I did was I googled pronounce, and then I got I got ni- basically the closest thing was nicely. So <laughs> yeah, it's like you know nice, like silent K N. Yeah, which knife. which makes sense. It's like knife, you know? Like, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense after I, I, I did that. This episode is brought to you by Sakara. Feeling your best starts with what you eat. Sakara helps you not only just eat healthy, but truly enjoy it with chef-crafted, plant-rich meals that build a foundation for radiant health. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. They have organic, ready-to-eat meals that are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and are designed to minimize your sugar cravings, 
boost your energy, and improve your digestion. And it also gets your skin glowing. Yeah, Sakara is really cool. Along with the delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas, and those support your nutrition. And you can experience their best-selling super powder. It's a metabolism super powder. Uh, and the Metabolism Super Bar to control your sugar cravings, reduce bloating, boost energy, and reduce fatigue, which is awesome, especially for somebody like me. Uh, I go to the gym and then I'm busy all day. And even Nicole, because she's go, go, go all day doing work and with the baby. So right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash coco or enter code coco at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash coco to get 20% off your first order sakara.com slash coco so uh for our listeners uh some listeners might know milk street some listeners might not know milk street or know you or the owner and designer for milk street so if you can just tell them who you are what you do and what milk street is and then we can just go from there sounds great so will you tell me when to go? And do, can you hear me clearly? Uh, yes, we can hear you clearly. And we're already, we're, the tape has already been rolling. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay. So my name's Julie Nisley. Um, I have been a furniture designer for about 12 to 15 years. Sort of started this company after working for a lot of other brands So I was a designer for Pottery Barn initially. I did some restoration hardware work. I worked for a company called Simplicity. I did some stuff for Greco. So honestly, within the baby space, I really focused on crib design Mm -hmm. because I felt like it was a niche of the market that no one was doing well. Um, And in each of those, with each of those brands... I I would see more and more the design would be cut, which, I mean, that happens, right? As a designer, you have this grand, beautiful vision, and then it gets trimmed for pricing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or because it's a little too far out, so you need to come back to the middle mainstream taste. Okay. Um, so, so that was a little frustrating for me. I learned a lot. I, you know, there's so much with compliance and regulation that you really are constrained in terms of what you can do with a, you know, a 54 by 27 inch cage, basically, which yeah. is kind of what a crib looks like. <laughs> so, um, you know, we would do things that were just subtly different, um, Obviously, safety was number one. You had to make sure everything was sturdy, that all the finishes were Green Guard certified. And, you know, that's first, right? And then within those constraints, you you create a design that's unique, which it's hard to do, but I think we do it very well. So I think I would get frustrated because I would have these amazing designs, but the buyer would say, well it doesn't look like everything else. So we don't know if it will sell. So anyway, we launched Milk Street Baby in 2018. So we're three years old, a little over three years old. And the goal was there was, you know, a multi-pronged goal. Safety obviously was number one. Um, I think number two was creating 
a crib that was beautiful. It wasn't just functional. So you had to match form with function and do something that no one else was doing. And you did that with your lines, but also with finishing. And our finishes are spectacular. I mean, I think what we do in finishing, it tops restoration. We, you know, I knew the factories where they did a lot of their finishing. So that actually taught me, you know, what works, what doesn't, distressing. Mm -hmm. And if you look on the market, a lot of distressed furniture looks very plasticky. It it doesn't look genuine. And so the goal was, you know, you take solid hard wood and you either sandblast it or you wire brush it or you hit it with chains or you, you truly distress it so that when you put the glazes on, it, it gives you that depth, that patina that actually does get better with wear. So, you know, if, if you're if you're doing a, a solid white crib and it gets banged up, you're not going to be able to convert it for the life of your child, which is a big selling point for us. Mm-hmm. All of our cribs, you know, they start as a crib, then you can lower the mattress, pull yep. up the front, it becomes a toddler, toddler bed, then a day bed, and then a full-size bed. Well, if it's a white crib by the time you get to the full-size bed it's not gonna look so great you're not gonna want it anymore yeah (laughs) so um the the value we wanted to give families a piece of furniture that was solid built to last and that would be beautiful they they wouldn't want to throw it out by the time their child was ready for a full-size bed and then the you know the i think another really important piece for us is the customer support you will always talk to a live person because as a new parent, you have questions. You you wanna you wanna feel like you've got support from wh- the company that you bought the furniture from. So we always call you back. You will always get a live body talking to you. I mean, I I have customers that text me all day long, <laughs> send me pictures, and, and it's beautiful because you get to know these families and grow with them. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That's one of the most frustrating. It has to be one of the most frustrating things. I, I even called, and I don't even mind saying their name. I called Xfinity the other day, and I went through a bunch of prompts over and over and over again to get nobody essentially. And then I had to go online to do a chat, and then uh, and then I got a call back. So yeah, that that's really definitely important. Can I? And in this day and age, you don't get it. You just don't, you know, you're Mm -hmm. dealing with, you know, a computer. uh, I I don't know. It's just, it's important for a young family. Yeah. And we have actually a crib here, a crib, uh, a Milk Street crib here and two dressers. Yep. And then we have another Milk Street crib at her mom's house, the Mm -hmm. in-laws. And we love them. They work great, very stylish. Yes. Um, But it... My question for you really is when you were a little girl, were you like, oh, I am going to build and design furniture? <laughs> like how, how does one become That's a, great question. a designer? That's a great question. Like what, what, what do you, you know, how, how does that come about? So I think for me, I was always pretty artistic. I loved to paint and draw that. And I loved being outside, right? So instead of 2D flat drawing and painting, I would build stuff. So as a little girl, I was not very girly. I, I was outside. I was playing. I had brothers. And I would build stuff. So I would find wood and I would sculpt. Everything was 3D for me. 
So I knew that like I wasn't going to be a painter or I, I wasn't going to be in textiles. I needed that depth of 3D. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, you look at what I do, it's all, number one, it's 3D, but I also pull a lot of things from the outdoors into what we do. So like the finishes, they look like stone or distressed wood or, or you know, the grain of wood for me is kind of a big deal. Yeah. And we, with, and I don't know what collection you guys have, maybe the Relic. We Do you have, know which we one's have the, there? We have the branch um, crib. Oh, you have the branch. Yeah. And and you have the acacia one. The yes, we yes we do. We have we actually have the white one and we have the acacia one. So we have yeah. So yeah. I mean, you you can see clearly in that design. It was designed by by the tree forms, right? It's yeah. branches and and for me, like that acacia wood, which is it's really not used very often in nursery furniture. Mm -hmm. The properties of just that wood, I mean, acacia is a very dense, solid wood. So it's very strong. It doesn't break. It also has healing properties in the wood and, and like antibacterial properties. And I mean, you can go on and on. If you look back, the Native Americans would would use pieces of it because they felt it had good karma. You know, like wood, it's just the coolest, coolest Mm -hmm. piece to work with. And if you look at your crib next to another acacia crib, it's one of a kind because the patterns, the wood grain, the colors, it's just, you know, I mean, for me, that is magical. And and that branch line, which is our newest one, I think really shows the silhouettes of branches. Mm-hmm. If you look at our relic collection, which is more, <clears throat> it's like a primitive barn, feels like an old barn, right? It's big, thick, solid chunks of wood, but the wood, that color, so we have a fossil and a cloud, and it's probably a 14-step process oh, so wow. that they, they take the hard wood and then they... We wire brush it, we bang it up a little bit, and we put eight different colors to get that finish. So it's it's kind of in between gray and brown. So if your nursery has got more gray tones, the furniture will actually move toward a gray tone. If If it's more browns and neutrals, it will go towards the brown family. And there's no black in it. And if you finish with no black, the light reflects much more beautifully. So... It kind of takes on the light in your room and it changes constantly as the sun moves or as you change the paint color. So I think tone is another thing that we do really well. Our colors are really beautiful. I wish I had sent you the swatches so you could see them all. Wow. And and like that, that sounds very, very intricate. I mean, I can't imagine what the process, like what the timeline is from start to finish from you coming up in your head, what you want to do to actually having a final product. Like how, how long does something like that take? Well, for the branch, I can tell you just cause that's our, our newest one and it's fresh in my mind. We showed that we were right when we launched, we were working with like a sales rep company and I drew that. I kept like seeing it cause I see stuff kind of when I'm sleeping, I'll wake up and I have I have a notepad by my bed. My husband thinks I'm whacked, but 
I'll see it and I'll have to, I'll have to draw it or it'll be gone. And I kept seeing, like, I know this, there's something here. There's something here. And I drew it on a napkin. I drew it by my bed. Then I drew it on a napkin. And I'm like, I don't know if we can do this compliance wise because the spacing between the spindles on a crib is very specific. It's like, you know, 2.2 inches or something like that. Mm. And, and, and so with that one, I'm like, can we engineer this where each branch fits within that compliance, within that spatial requirement? So that one, I think we did three or four different samples that went to testing and they, they kept failing and failing because of the spacing. And yeah. finally we got it right. And it's like, yes. And so we, we had it, we, we didn't, we had one sample and I did some renderings of it and I took it to my sales team and I'm like, this is going to be a great crib. And so he's like, ah, it's a little out there, Julie. I don't, I don't know. So he actually went before Target because we were going to do some stuff with Target for a sort of a, a house line for them. And the buyer was like, I mean, no one will buy this. It's way too far out there. And I'm like, yes, they will. I know they will. <laughs> I know that it will be great. And um, so we did it and it's just, it's selling well. So I think that that was probably over a year in the making which is pretty normal, you know, by the time, and that's just construction and actual, just the lines of the crib, the finishing and those finishes for the branch crib, that's sort of our middle of the road. We wanted every family to be able to afford that one. Yeah. On the higher end lines, the finishing is a lot more intricate and that one didn't need it. You know what I mean? Like that's got the oomph in the actual form, but like the, the, the relic line and the cameo, those finishes, I probably went through 30 different color rounds with those. <laughs> and I'd be like, I want it like this. And they, the factory would do it. We'd sample it. We'd see it. And I'd be like, nope, there's too much yellow. Nope, there's too much white. Nope, there's too much blue in the gray. I mean, it, are, it's a process. Are you sure. changing in the process? Are you, are you also changing the type of wood that you're using? So when, when we design a collection, we have four of them, the wood grain is part of the design. So okay. if, you, if you look at the Cameo, the Cameo has two finishes, a toast brown, which is really beautiful, and, and the steam, which is like a white, a distressed white. That is all about the ash that we use because ash has sort of a cathedral grain, meaning it's like an arch the grain is actually really sort of rounded and soft. Okay. And it has it has a feel of like the French countryside, which if you look at that line, it's it's super vintage. It looks really sort of country French and um like old world, right? It's yeah. more traditional. Whereas if you look at the relic line, which is sort of that primitive barn chunky you know, it, it looks old and distressed, but the grain is more of an oak. It's more birch and oak, which is what we use on that one. And it's a very straight, pretty consistent, straight, almost like quarter sawn look, if you know what that means. The grain is very straight on it, very uniform. Yeah, when we so, were looking for a crib, it, so we were having a boy, and there's yeah. a lot of really pretty, like, Victorian um, cribs for, you know, that are a little bit more girly. But we needed something yeah. that was, um, I like things that are very, very unique. 
Yeah. Um, and so that was really, it was really hard to find. And then when I saw the branch crib, um, especially like the Acadia, is that, what's, what's the color called? The acacia. acacia. It's actually that wood species. Okay. Yeah. So that with like the white around. So it had like two different tone, a bunch of tones going on and we're happy. We have, a like, um, the theme of our nursery is like lions and yeah. basically safari. Oh. So it was perfect, but I mean, it took a lot of searching to find anything um, unique, and that was like, gen. I mean, unique stuff. There was a lot of cool girl, girlier unique stuff, but I was like, where's the, I need like the boys, even buying boys clothes, which this is a whole nother topic, but they just, right. I feel like they just don't cater at all to like the boys and what the boys might want. So it was cool finding the branch crib, and I haven't seen anything else like it, and so it was it was awesome. And Victor yeah, put it together I mean, himself. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. Like we try to keep everything gender neutral, mm-hmm. but definitely that crib is so perfect for a little boy because mm-hmm. it's still got the clean white, like you want in a nursery, mm-hmm. but then it's got that, the, the dark tones of the acacia. Mm-hmm. I need to send you. So we just did our first, uh, decor. We did a set of wall art and it will look, I've got to send it to you guys because it <laughs> will look so good above that crib. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's you know, awesome. We've, we've never done it before, but this set is it's a set of, it's called abstract moon phases. So it's, it's six different pieces of wood. One is like a planet and then a, a crescent moon and then just some stick like shapes, mm-hmm. but you can arrange it however you want. Right. So you can do the sequence. I mean, ideally you would do it with your child and let, you know, a toddler can decide how they want the sequence to go. It can go horizontally. It can go vertically. You can split it up and put it around the room, but it pulls in. It's It's got that acacia. It's partially two of the shapes are acacia. I think the moon and the planet, and then the others are the New Zealand pine. Cool. So the light tones. Yeah, it's and, it's really fun. And yeah. we're, we're actually moving like next week. So we have to do a whole nother nursery again. So that would be perfect. <laughs> Nicole's so okay. excited. So, yeah. So when w- remind me, send me an email and I'll ship it out to you guys. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. Are you guys are you guys selling in in stores yet or is it all online? So we launched in 2018 only with stores. So Okay. And it, it, I mean there's been such transition with COVID and all the trials yeah. of that. But you know we we started B2B and we had a great support through a group called Brixie and Brixie is a uh, a group of all the independent baby and child stores all over the country and even into oh. Canada. So we launched with like 89 stores that were great. And we went around. I actually, if you bought all the lines, this was right when we launched, um, I would go in to each, to, to the stores and we would do sort of a, an opening. I would set up the gallery and then we would have some local artists come in and have like a, a day, a Milk Street day. It was really fun, um, and that you know that was 2018, 19, mm-hmm. and then COVID. Unfortunately, a lot of those stores didn't make it. Yeah, um, and and we also were realizing, you know, we need to sell direct. I mean, that's the way yeah. the world is going. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. 
So now um, we do probably most of our sales right off our website, which is great, but it's still nice to have. We still probably have 40, 40 locations throughout the U.S. where people can go in. Those people that really need to see and touch the, the crib and shake it and make sure it's sturdy, um, they can still, you can usually find a store nearby where you'll see our, our lines. Well, that's awesome to hear. This. So that means that you guys are doing well, which, you know, for being, what, three years old, you know, and just launching on your own. I mean, I bet you that had to be scary. So <laughs> it, it's, I'm mean, really happy yeah. for you guys. Thank you. I mean, it's such a hard space because you, you, you know, you have to have a name that people recognize. So mm-hmm. our, our initial goals were just, you know, let people understand what Milk Street Baby is, that the story behind, I mean, it's, we're, we're women owned and operated. We've, we've all got at least three kids. We, we've been down this road and it's like, okay, what could we not find when we were looking for nursery furniture? And that sort of has driven the entire process. Um, but, but it is, it is a very hard place to be really because of logistics, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you're trying to ship really heavy furniture <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the, and the and the shipping and the trucks i mean i i swear it's harder to ship than to design and build the furniture <laughs> it's it's crazy <laughs> I, I kid you not so we've you know okay we've got to redesign the packaging we've got to we've got to spend more so that it gets there without breaking because there's nothing worse than to have okay fedex well i don't want to knock fedex because there's some great people there but yeah you 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 pick it up at our warehouse and it's in pristine condition and then it's thrown into someone's driveway and they're so excited. They've waited for their furniture. They want to set up the nursery and it, the legs sticking out of the box, you know, oh it's like my gosh. completely out of our control. So, so that I think has been the biggest struggle for me is to see my furniture arrive. Not like it left me. Yeah. That has to that hurt when tough. you get a picture from somebody I'm like, Oh, oh this brutal. is how I got it. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. It is brutal. But, you know, until we can, I don't know, you know, shipping, it's like, okay, well, can we get our own trucks? No, it's a whole nother business. So <laughs> we've gone through several different shipping companies. We're working with a great company now called T-Force. And we have a guy there that's awesome. He schedules everything. He finds the best carrier in specific locations. So that's helped a lot. But, you know, I think if I was going to say what's our biggest trial, it's, it's logistics and shipping for sure. Yeah. So in the stock position right now, because of COVID, I mean, things are, are still locked down. So luckily we had the foresight to get some containers. We like uh, filled our warehouse in March, February, March before the lockdown. And thank goodness we did because mm-hmm. yeah. We've got we've got stock, so we can ship right now in almost all our collections. That's awesome. And there's lots of uh, quarantine babies. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I absolutely. Know. <laughs> and so, what's the what's the future outlook for you guys? Uh, I know, obviously, it's hard to predict anything now with the state of the everything, right, including the economy. But well, what's kind of the next step for for you guys? I know you just said you're getting into decor. Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually, during COVID, because, you know, we were kind of remote and isolated, I did a whole line for toddler and youth. 
Mm. And I think, I think that is kind of going to be our next step. I mean, we'll keep baby, but we want to grow with our families. So we've got, I've got like five different lines sampled um, that are very style driven. So we have one that is bohemian and it's a youth collection that's really funky. It's got, you know, a twin bed, some chairs, some wall art, um, and a dresser and a nightstand. So we're doing that in a modern, a modern set, a bohemian set, a mid-century modern, bohemian, bohemian, then an industrial set. And then we're doing sort of a transitional one, which I think will be really fun. Nicole's going to love that. (laughs) Yeah, because that, you know, I mean, there's not a lot in mm-hmm. that space. No, if you've looked, and 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 if it's there, it's not reasonable, right? It's like a just one of a kind, or somebody has to build it just for that thing, right. and it's going to be exactly. it's not affordable, you know? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, like for and I don't want to give too much away, but for our our modern set, it's a bed that has like. It's going to be really hard for me to explain, but it <laughs> looks like it's floating off the wall. So it, it kind of comes out from the wall and the entire room is is different size boxes that you can sort of put together. So you can create your own nightstand. You can do, oh. you know, a tall chest. You can hang the boxes on the wall for display. It's going to be fun. It's that's going to awesome. be really fun. That sounds, that sounds really cool. Yes. And it's and, and there's nobody that's there to tell you. Yeah, that's just not going to catch on. <laughs> no, no. And I mean, you don't ever know, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, but, you always have, I think if if you look at across the lines, you kind of always have a dog, one that doesn't do well, but it will contrast the other things you're doing. And I can, let me knock on wood, all of our collections have, have been winners and their mm-hmm. their sales are strong, which is, I think the youth space, while I don't, I don't have as much experience, you can do a lot more because mm-hmm. you don't have the constraints mm-hmm. and the strict, strict standard. Right. You know, you, you can have a little more fun with it. And I think having the parents be able to reconfigure and sort of feel like they're designing that room, even with their toddler, could be really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I like, you You know, even even like you said, like some things can be a failure, but there's nothing better than having you and your team be so excited about something and, and not having that, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> you know, like you're excited, yeah. everybody's motivated, and, and that just puts that energy out there, right? So oh, yeah. it's just a positive experience for everybody. I would rather put stuff out there that like I love and I'm passionate about than what I think. Like, the mainstream. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yes, mainstream, exactly. whatever. Yeah, there's people yeah, out you, there that love unique stuff, and I'm one of them. So, I, And I think, you know, more and more because there's so much great stuff on Instagram and Pinterest right. that <laughs> it, it, it makes people realize that you can have some amazingly cool things that mm-hmm. aren't the traditional look and feel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't wa- we don't want to be like anybody else. Right. You know, yes, it's not it's not tested, it's not proven, but that almost makes it better because mm-hmm. no one's doing what we're doing. Absolutely. And and I always tell cuz me and Nicole we have these conversations about, you know, maybe doing our own business of some sort down the line. 
And you don't need 100% of the market. You don't even need 20% of the market, right? Mm -hmm. The market is so so massive, right? If you even get 1%, you're successful, you know? Exactly. So so if you do what you like, there's Mm -hmm. other people out there that like that same thing. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. you'll do fine mm-hmm. if, if you have the, if you do it right and you have the passion for it. For sure. And in this day and age, I mean, we've got so much exposure right at our fingertips. You know, it's yeah. like used to when, when I started out, you couldn't even get your design in front of the buyer if it was different because mm-hmm. it, it was too risky. Right. You would mm-hmm. never put in you wouldn't back something that was a risk so you were basically recreating what someone else did at a lower price point right mm-hmm. i mean yeah that was it okay that's doing well let's try to knock it off and make it cheaper i mean to me that that i would that's misery right yeah well because then the things just get the the quality of said thing just gets diminished Mm-hmm. yeah quality the design the finish mm-hmm. the the safety i mean you you pull wood out of something and it's not going to be safe. And I mean, safe is a really tricky word, right? Because I mean, a spoon can be dangerous yeah. if it's not used properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think, you know, integrity is a big part of what we do. We stand behind every single bolt that we put into our product. So, you know, I can, I can honestly say that I'm proud of every single piece we have out there, which I couldn't say before when I didn't have my own company. Mm-hmm. So, cool. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fun time to be designing, I think, because you can get things in front of people and you get feedback. You get instant feedback from parents like you guys that can say, okay, we bought this because it's different. Mm-hmm. Sell me on who you are. Sell me on the story because I love the product. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you know, we, we really appreciate you talking to us and able to share so much feedback from your company. And, and we are, we'll be one of the people first on board to get some of that bohemian or industrial stuff, yeah. toddler. And, yeah, toddler stuff. I'd for love sure. it. I'd love it. And then maybe we can circle back and do another segment on like, okay, your baby's grown up now. Yeah. What is- Catching what does his room look like? Show me his room, right? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and so people can, uh, like you said, people can just go on to MilkStreet.com. MilkStreetBaby, right? MilkStreetBaby.com or is it MilkStreet? It's MilkStreetBaby.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, follow us on Instagram. We've got tons of specials and promos coming i just i have a great new team i just hired a new pr head and she's amazing she's a photographer she's got great energy so she you know she's really capturing a lot of a lot of who we are and yeah we've got stock in everything we can ship immediately which is rare right now Mm -hmm. most companies are at you know, six to eight months back backlog. Yeah, we had a friend that was yeah, just true. that literally, you know, they, they were looking for a crib and, you know, their baby's coming in a few weeks and they said it wasn't going to ship till next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, I, mean, I need a crib for my baby. I know, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's totally crazy. Um, but yeah, but thank you again. Uh, yes, uh, thank you so, so much. Yeah, we really appreciate uh, you and talking to you and, and, and thank you for your time. Oh, I loved it. It was great chatting with you guys. And yeah, you guys shoot me an email and I'll get the wall out, out to you. I'd love to see your nursery and 
um, get some feedback on it. Awesome. awesome. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. Yep, have thank a good you. Night. You have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That was a cool, she was really informative and man, like to design something at Pottery Barn, could you imagine? Uh, you know, I, I'm still, there's so many questions that I really mm-hmm. did want to ask still, but like she's so knowledgeable I with know, she was all good at types explaining. of wood and stuff that I, this one, you know, it, this one has these healing properties and this mm-hmm. one just looks more like, you know, this and this one has this feel and. It's like, and oh you know my what? Gosh. That like brings up a little bit of concern for me, like because there is so much rules and regulations you have to follow with baby stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that with the baby boutique, I'm wanting to open and been like working on for the last like month, couple months, several months, whatever it's been. I talked to someone recently, and there's so much you have to go through for baby stuff, like not for a toddler, not for adult, but. Baby boutiques have it very difficult because everything you have to assume is going in the baby's mouth. Yeah. And Oh, like even just like the packaging of things. It, but the material uh-huh. and, and the buttons and the zippers and I'm just like, Oof. is that something that I want a road that I'm really ready to go down? You know? Yeah. So now I'm kind of like after. Second guessing. Well, I already was. And then hearing her say like, oh, she has more freedom with toddler stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Should I do an adult line? Like, should I just hold off, keep the trademark, keep the name, and and do something different? Like, there's so much that goes into it, but you don't want to be responsible for... um, Something happen to somebody's child. Yes, for something like... Yeah, so it's a lot to carry around. Um, Like she said, every screw in those cribs, it's like... Oh my yeah. gosh, like that's a lot of each responsibility. Gap, the spacing it has to be a particular size for mm-hmm. each of those, you know, railings essentially or Cuz like the boppy just got recalled. How long has the boppy been around? Mm-hmm. And so things like that, it's like, oh my gosh, cuz I remember everyone's like you have to get a boppy, you have to get a boppy and then now they're like recalled and it's it's scary. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I give her a lot of credit for going down that avenue, and that's probably a lot of people are scared to because it's just a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. No, it is crazy. I mean, and and it's rightfully so, Mm -hmm. right? But I feel like you have to have definitely some capital, like to be able to put in and take that risk, and maybe you know have insurance in case something happens. Like, oh yeah, for sure. I feel like there's a lot that goes into it that. Just a small boutique might not be the best avenue for babies uh, right. specifically. Totally. Right. So totally. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, you play it by ear and see see how how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, on a very very unrelated note, and this is like totally mm-hmm. off topic. And I told you this already when I got home, but I'm just so flabbergasted that I could even do this. Oh jeez. But what? You don't think it's interesting? No. Okay, well... I guess if someone's about to drown me. Okay, so somebody at barber school told me about this guy named Wim Hof, right? And he's done these crazy, extraordinary feats. And I listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. And it was very interesting. One of the things he was talking about was breathing techniques, right? He can hold his breath for a long time. And with this breathing technique, when you learn it, you can instantly hold your breath for a lot longer. And I'm not even kidding. I was so intrigued that I did this breathing technique and I've been practicing a little bit and I can hold my breath for two minutes and 40 seconds. And I don't know if you think, oh, that's not a long time. I think that's a long time. I think that's pretty bizarre, 
Um, he's done it up to seven minutes and under ice cold water, which is even more impressive. Um, so anyway. The only time that I think this is would be coming in handy is when you're like on the movies when they have you, your hands tied behind your back and your head <laughs> dangling above a pool of water and they want you to give them information <laughs> and you're refusing. And so they stick your head under the water and try to drown you and then bring you back up. That's the only time that I, I'm like, yeah. Well, interesting enough, what he was talking about is those breathing techniques, the exchange of gases, increase the pH levels in your body, which have positive health effects mm. on your body. So it's not just being able to hold your breath. It's like healing your body. Okay. You know, and anyway, there's a whole bunch of stuff. If you're interested, you can look them up. Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Uh, really, really interesting. And for me, like, I just, I don't like love to be in the big bodies of water. Mm-hmm. So I just would panic and forget even how to hold my breath. <laughs> I'm just saying. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, rate review and whatever you do, Victor, subscribe. Mm-hmm. The easiest way is on Apple Podcasts or you can go to www.cocalientepodcast.com and you can check out our merchandise. And I'm just trying to remember what Victor always says. Yeah, thank you guys. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. (laughs) The easiest way is through Apple Podcasts. You can do it on the app on your phone or online. Uh, Don't forget to let people know that you can listen to this anywhere you listen to podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and they can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. And you can also check out our merchandise there. Yeah, some of you have been buying some merchandise. Woot, woot. And don't forget to follow us at Coco Caliente Pod on Twitter and at Coco Caliente Podcast on Instagram. Thank you, guys. Thank you. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.